Hi, everyone. Mitch from SportsChatPlace.com and PickDogs.com. And it is Tuesday, December 8th, 2020, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. We don't take a rest. We don't sleep. We just keep on rolling right along. Of course, uh, we've got one NFL football game, and uh, we've got uh, a slew of college basketball games today. So lots to go over. And, uh, of course, we have our usual cast of characters with us as well. Of course, we go over the games. We give opinions on a lot of games on these shows, but our best bets are always the ones in the premium area. So people can say, yeah, you guys took this, you guys took this. You know, it's, these are opinion. I have to say, sometimes my free picks run better than my premium picks. I think I'm in one of those, unfortunately, one of those phases right now, but... I always play my way out of them, so not overly concerned. And for those of you playing the free picks, well, you guys have lucked out on it. And really, that's kind of what it's all about. I try and win them all. I've I've always said that. But uh, anyways, let me bring in the uh, the gang. Um, for those, Chris Ruffalo is back with us today. And for those of you that played our game, um, what illness does Ruffalo have? Um, we had a clear cut winner. Meet sweats over uh, COVID. Um, COVID was close second. Meat Sweats was, was the clear-cut winner, though. And uh, it was a life-threatening nip-and-tuck battle with the Meat Sweats. But Ruffalo is back. We don't care what he really had. In our book, it's Meat Sweats. Because we voted on it, and that was what the audience decided. And we love our audience. So, yeah, it's going to be Meat Sweats. And it will go down in history as the day Ruffalo was out with the Meat Sweats. It came out on the other side. Yes. It was a tough battle. It was a hard-fought battle. But the meat sweats cannot defeat me. Yes. You will not be defeated by the meat sweats. <laughs> the meat sweats. The meat sweat incident in December 20. Better pick another show, meat sweats, because it ain't going to happen here. Maybe on the drive through but not Yeah, here. it could happen on the drive through Or one of those other shows. Brian's shows that he likes to watch <laughs> and mock. <laughs> I always get the rapid fire picks. So. I get the text from Brian. It's like, this guy's on. <laughs> it's like, it's it's sad to watch. Ah <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, anyways, we got a lot of action today. Uh, I have five picks out there. I got an NFL pick and four college basketball. Brian, what do you got? As you mentioned yesterday, my. Three free picks I gave out on the Facebook page, three and oh, but my premium is one, one, and one. Today I got Brian Bittler's Tuesday Profit three pack. Get all three picks, two college basketball, one NFL for 50 bucks at pickdogs.com. Premium picks. What were, what are the odds on meat sweats? Well, the, uh, the thing is, it, it, it was a no brainer. <laughs> it was a slam dunk, you know? I mean, yeah. it was COVID or meat sweats. So, I mean, we had a few other entries in there. I said stomach pains and diarrhea. Um, I think that could be associated with just about everything. No. It's intertwined. Yes. It's interchangeable. It happens. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we had some halftime winners again. I was really got the idiot comments. <laughs> Thank you guys for the idiot comments last night. Um, you know, those, you know who you are. It's like those are always the people that we don't hear from again, usually. It, once in a while, we get a guy that mans up and says, yeah, I thought you were an idiot for saying Washington's going to come back and win this game. I don't know. The Steelers just look so disinterested in that game. They've looked so disinterested the last two weeks. They can't catch a football. 
And it's so fitting that you throw it to Eric Ebron on the last play of the game to end the, to end the winning streak since so much of it was his fault. You know, I mean, it, they, they won despite him for weeks. And, uh, I mean, here's the biggest waste of talent, I think, to come down the pipe in the NFL in quite some time. Eric Ebron. This guy just so has all the physical gifts and tools and just does not want to play football. Chris, what are you selling on your on your comeback tour? <laughs> well, I got my uh, primetime posterizer five pack. I have my top plays for tonight in college hoops. I'm loving those plays tonight. I was over thirty bucks at uh, Pick Dogs Premium. I'll have my NFL play up twenty five bucks. Right, guys, tune into the drive through tonight. We've got a loaded lineup tonight. You know, we've got Kevin Thomas, Vlad, our, one of our newer handicappers, uh, Al Ninos, Alex Smart, who's been killing the, the yearly leaderboards. You know, Rod's going to be on there. Damian Sash, who's still way up there in the college basketball ranks. I'm telling you guys, this is going to be a great show tonight. I got one, another one of my doors on the advent calendar to open. It's going to be a great show tonight, hosted by me and Tony T. Yeah, Jared Nichols, if you have posts about picks, the place to put those is in the Facebook group. Rod. Uh, for me tonight, I got, uh, I got a five-pack. Uh, I got uh, three college hoops. And the side and total in the NFL game. I, I really love tonight's NFL game. Really? Uh, gonna make, definitely make some money on it. Wow. So, I I don't know. I think these, these weekday NFL games, it's kind of like, man, I wish there was NFL football on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and every day of the week they should do it. But the quality of these games that are happening in the middle of the week are so bad. It's like it, that Ravens, that the Bills, remember the Bills-Titans? Horrible game, right? Just terribly played. Then yesterday, Steelers-Washington game was just, I mean, it was, we, we won. We cashed. We cashed our money lines. We cashed our half times. We cashed everything. But it was a miserable watch from, from a quality standpoint. And then, you know, oh, yeah. the Ravens-Steelers last week was just, I mean, really one of the worst games in that entire series that I can ever remember. And I'm going to guess today's game is going to be worse. I mean, because you have, you know, Dallas, who's terrible, and, and, and the Ravens, who, you know, can't find their way out of a paper bag recently. And, and when they do, it's usually a 15-yard penalty that goes with it. So it's just a really, really, you know, just some bad quality NFL football. And I think this is when the players say, we don't like playing on Thursday nights, you know, because the, the players have said that all along when, since they've gone to this Thursday night thing. The players have argued all along that playing on Thursday after playing on Sunday is too much. It's, it's, it's too much. You know? And, you, I mean, you can see, you know, in, in week 13, like the injury lists are mile long, the guys are banged up, and, you know, it's, you know, normally this is the time of year where you see some guys come off the practice squad and make a huge impact because they're fresh as a daisy. You know, all these other guys are just getting absolutely, you know, just damaged out there. So, um yeah, I think the quality that we're seeing, I could see exactly, I, I mean, I argued against it. You know, of course, I was always like, yeah, I want to see football on Thursday. The players, uh, they don't, you know, they don't, no. Now we're starting to see it. It is bad football, you know. It's bad. It's, it's a low-quality product is what's happening. Ben Roethlisberger just looks like, I mean, he just looks tired, you know. Playing on a Wednesday, then playing on a Monday, and, and it's like, I mean, he needs a full week, you know. He needs the full week. 
And you could see him studying on the sideline. It's not like he's not trying. And he's, he's trying to throw the ball there. And it's like we know that he's at the end of his career. And, you know, the fact that he even played this season, if Alex Smith wasn't playing this year, probably Roethlisberger would be the comeback player of the year. You know? It's like I mean, Alex Smith is like the comeback player of the century. Right? I mean, it's going to be very, very tough to beat this one. It would take, you know, it would, it would take something really, really special, you know, for uh, – a guy to top this one. Yeah, we asked. Um, yeah, we asked Jared to post his picks in the Facebook group, but he just continues to rant on here because it's it's up it's it's all about him. So we're gonna just eliminate him from 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 allowing to post at all on our feeds. Speaking of posting. Um, if you guys have anything that you think might be against the rules before you post it, it's a good idea to not post it all in the Facebook group because I had to throw about five people out yesterday. If you're, like, recommending one of our competitors or something like that, I'm going to throw you out, and I, got, I can guarantee you this, I'm not going to let you back in either. It's not going to happen. I don't care. You know, I threw a couple out the day before, so if yeah. you threw out five, I threw out a couple the day before. Yeah. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. It's like... You know, I don't care who they are, what they do, anything like that. If they're a competing business, I don't go into your company where you work and say, and people say, oh, where can I find, you know, this? Oh, okay. Uh, here's a couple of their competitors that you can go to. It's like, you don't do it. You know, it's like, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I, I, to, to you guys, it all looks simple on the outside. But to, you know, how'd you guys find me? I'll, I can guarantee you this much. It wasn't because I it wasn't because I did one video a day and just sat here. That's not what happened. Okay. I do about fifty. Let these other guys do it. Don't let them I mean you got when you when you do that in our Facebook group, you're basically advertising for somebody else, using our work for somebody else's advertising. And I'm not gonna allow it. I don't care under any circumstances. I don't care how you twist it or anything like that or if this if you if you have to write a post that says if this isn't okay, delete it. I mean, you certainly don't say that when you when you write Panthers minus three, right? So, if you think you have to write that, then it isn't. Then it probably isn't okay. Probably it's just not. like when somebody's like, "Oh, no offense." Yeah, no, I don't. Not to be negative. <laughs> I don't want to be negative. Don't not take to this be. The uh, way. Yeah, it's like. You gotta be kidding me. Anyways, yeah, don't get caught in the trap. I know that there are people that set up questions like that that kind of goad you in. Tell them. I would love to answer this, but they're gonna throw me out of the group. That's what's gonna happen. I don't like throwing people out, trust me. I'd rather everybody stay, but it's like I don't I don't get it. I personally don't get it, but I'm not gonna allow it. I see other groups where they're lazy, they don't do anything. But it's like I'm, our group isn't run that way. Never will be. But speaking of run that way, we got the Ravens against the Cowboys, Brian. What do you think? Yeah, I'm really loving this under. Uh, last night when I looked at it, I was like, yeah, lukewarm. But today, I, as we sit here right now, I wish I would have gave it as a premium. Uh, I know Dallas's defense hasn't had the best of years, but Baltimore's offense struggles to score. I just think we see a lot of running the ball from both teams, and I'm going to go with the under here. I think it's a strong play. And Lamar Jackson scored the first touchdown. 
Chris? Yeah, I, for all the reasons that Brian mentioned, that's why I'm going to take the over. I think, you know, normally we would say that a lot of running the football, you know, re- results in a lot of chewed-up clock, but the problem is this Dallas defense against the rush is the worst in the league and against the highest, you know, rushing offense in the league. Expect there to be some big chunk plays, a lot of a lot of uh, big plays from Baltimore, and probably a big Baltimore win. But um, I'm gonna go with the over, and I like uh, and go with the storyline. I'm gonna go with Des Bryant to score the first touchdown at plus two thousand against his former team. So Jared is asking where are the rules for the show. We just say it all the time. It's like if you have picks, you put them in the Facebook group. More people are going to see them there than they will here. That's for sure. A lot more people. And they'll sit there so you can be accountable for them. And then this will get, we'll also get to see because you won't be allowed in the Facebook group unless you have a profile. You'll be held accountable for your picks and saying that it's a lock and saying all these things. And people will say, yeah, this guy next time he says lock, we're going to say, yeah, what about that, that crappy pick you, you said was a lock the last time? We're all accountable. So I'm not asking you to do anything that I wouldn't do myself or that I don't ask of everybody else. Rod? Uh, for me, in this, this game here, uh, I like the under. Uh, I think Baltimore comes out slow after COVID break. Um, definitely going to be a slow game. Both teams going to run the ball, eat up clock. I done, both teams have been struggling to score, uh, score points altogether, period. So uh, give me the under here. I like the under 45 and a half. Under for me as well. That's the same thing. This, these teams, these Tuesday games, the quality's so bad. It's like like what we saw last night in the Steelers-Washington game. Just bad quality, you know? It's like, and this is going to be the same. Dez is good for a TD. I mean, this guy wasn't good five years ago. You know, he couldn't make an NFL team five years ago. All of a sudden, he's going to come to the Ravens five years older and be better than he was? I don't think so. This just doesn't even make any sense whatsoever. I can see him catching the first touchdown, though, because they'll try to get him the ball. Why? Why will they try to get him the ball? Because those are the... They're probably friends behind the scenes. I don't know. I could just see They're it friends behind the scenes. Des is a good guy. I've met Des. I've met Des. He's <laughs> a great guy. Des is a great Chris guy. A good Des gets a bad rap, but he's a good guy. I've met him before. He is a, actually a really cool guy. Des is, Des, like, I mean, he was known in Dallas. Like, he, he would go to Walmart at Christmas and buy, like, everybody in line a PlayStation or whatever. You know? That's, like, the type of guy that Des is. Instead of first score, I'm going to say the the first point scored is going to be a field goal. Take a field goal would be the first points plus one thirty. You must watch a different show because that's not how we do it here. Rod, who's <laughs> going to score the first touchdown? You could save that for your other show. <laughs> Maybe on Ruffalo's uh, drive-through. You know, okay. <laughs> Ruffalo's like, I'm never eating whole roast beef again. <laughs> it's like. It was only half. <laughs> yeah, but it was 14 pounds. <laughs> 13 and a half, but who's counting? Going to give Rod some time to study here. <laughs> yeah, I'll say uh, J.K. Dobbins scores the first touchdown. J.K. Dobbins for the first touchdown. I like uh, Brown. 
Hollywood Brown. I think the Ravens come out swinging. Still like the under, but I think Brown. And I think it's going to be longer than 50 yards. Go to college basketball. Got <laughs> Iona. You think they're going to wake up in time for a 3 o'clock game after the recruiting trip? Got uh, Iona against Morgan State. Grizz are in town. UMBC, the Retrievers against the Blue Hens of Delaware. Seton Hall against Wagner. Kansas Creighton. Line mover. Got South Florida against Stetson. Utah against Idaho State. Miami, C-A-N-E-S, Canes, up against Purdue. I got, I got bad lines here, I think. Tennessee against Colorado. Uh, we'll skip. We'll, go, we'll stop there. <laughs> Anything at the early action, Brian? I got to get my lines fixed here. Yeah, I like two of them. I like uh, Creighton, even though I don't like how the line's moving in this game. Uh, there's some uh, sizable money on Kansas. So I think if you wait a little bit on Creighton, you can get in on an even better number. And then Miami, I think they come out and make a, uh, get a statement win over Purdue and blow them out. So, now this line has take, moved. It's Purdue minus one and a half now in this one. Yeah, it was the other way around. It was the other way. It's Miami gone back and, and forth. It's gone back and forth. The lines have... The lines, like the overnight lines, that like froze or something. Because I was just looking at these right before we came on. They've all changed significantly. Chris? Yeah, I uh, really like UMBC against Delaware. I just, just like the way that UMBC's come out strong to start the year. And you know, Delaware's only had one game under their belt, and UMBC's played some tough teams to start the season. So I like UMBC. Um, with Brian, I like Creighton. I said four, four and a half is way too many. I think this is a, you know, one, two point game at most. Creighton's covered in the last like five games against ranked teams, four straight against teams in the top 10. So I like Creighton. And uh, I like uh, North Carolina A&T. I'm sorry, Longwood. But if you lose to a, a division two school, automatically you're, you're dead to me. So give me, give me North Carolina A&T as well. We didn't get to that game, but Rod, it's in the wrong block. It's in the wrong block. <laughs> I, I like UMBC as well. Uh, they looked good yesterday, too. Good start. Uh, I'm going to take South, South Florida over Stetson. And that's it for that block. I don't really love that block, to be honest with you. I have a few premiums in there, so. I like Stetson plus the 13 against South Florida. South Florida stinks, man. Stetson's been playing against some pretty tough teams, too. I'll take Stetson there. They're, they're definitely have played a lot better teams than this. We got uh, Utah against Idaho State. Tennessee against Colorado. Longwood against North Carolina A&T. St. John's versus Ryder. Dayton, NKU. NIU against Ball State. Georgia versus Montana. 
That's a reschedule. It was originally Georgia against somebody else, somebody really good. Mount St. Mary's against St. Francis, fairly disinterested against Central Connecticut. St. Francis against Bryant. Georgetown Coppin State, Boston College, Minnesota, Detroit, Kent State, Jacksonville, Campbell. We'll just stop there because we just uh, well, we'll go one more. <laughs> There's only one more. East Carolina against UNCA. So these are the 6 o'clock and 7 o'clock Eastern Time start games. Keep it simple for Ruffalo. Brian, anything? Keep any... it simple for me because my mind's like a Rolodex. Well, it's just, you know, the 6 and 7 o'clock starts. Yeah, for me, uh, Tennessee over Colorado. I know Tennessee hasn't played yet this year, but I'm expecting big things. I think they come out and get a, uh, just like Miami, a statement win where they blow out Colorado. I like Kent State. Kent State gave Virginia a tough time. I think they uh, easily cover here. And then Boston College, I lean towards them plus the points. Yeah, for, for me, for this, this block, I like Bryant. Uh, get laying the three points. So they've been, they played well against their two Division One opponents. They beat New Hampshire and, and they lost to Syracuse by one. So I like I like Bryant here. Um, I like Coppin State against Georgetown. I trust Georgetown to cover a number, and that's been going on for the last couple of years now. So give me uh, Coppin State. And I think that's all I like for this block. Rod. Uh, for me, I like I like Utah over Idaho. Uh, Utah's just a better team. I think they roll over Idaho. Uh, I like Colorado here uh, over Tennessee in the first half. I think Tennessee comes out slow and sluggish, and uh, Colorado wins the first half. Give me Colorado money line first half in that one. Uh, I think Tennessee does win this game, but I think they they go they 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 come out sluggish. Their first game of the year, you're going to come out sluggish and slow, and Colorado takes advantage and wins the first half. Tennessee comes out wins the second half. Um, I like Montana. Give me Montana in the points. I think that's just too many for Georgia. Georgia lost their lead guy, Edwards, going to the NBA. They were lousy um, to begin with. They were lousy with him. <laughs> I mean, imagine what they're going to be without him. They were terrible last year. I don't understand how he went so high in the draft, to be honest with you. The team was so bad. It's like in college, if you have one guy, he can carry a team, and he was unable to do that. Like, John Morant carried Murray State, right, on his back. It's like Anthony Edwards couldn't do it with better players at Georgia. A lot better players. I don't know, just throwing it out there. (laughs) I think they got a chance to win that outright. I put a little on the money line. Um, You just like Hannah Montana. You know, I could probably actually drive to Montana. It's right there. It's literally only about three hours. Three hour drive south, and I'd be at Montana. I love that Zappa <laughs> song, Montana. It's like one of my favorite songs. Gonna raise me a crop of dental floss. Dental floss. Raising it up, waxing it down, putting a little white box that I can sell downtown. Moving to Montana soon. Gonna be a dental floss tycoon. All right, Rod, what do you got? <laughs> Can't, tough, tough at, zap always tough to follow. <laughs> I like Joe's Garage. Oh, uh, the whole album, Joe's Garage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, it's awesome. Song Joe's Garage, Catholic Girls is on Joe Garage. That's 
on Joe's garage out. Anything else in this time slot? Uh, give me, give me Jacksonville uh, over Campbell here. Uh, I think Jacksonville rolls up on Campbell. And that's and I, and I like the flashes. I like the flashes. Yeah, I like the flashes too. Wow, they have three guys agree on that one. Yep, I like Kent State. I like I like Boston College over Minnesota. Who every time we've seen them under Patino play against any team that has any kind of name whatsoever, they fall flat on their face, right? Especially Big Ten ACC. We all know who's going to win this battle. Um, got uh, I also like St. John's against Ryder. Ryder. Terrible against they just played Syracuse and it's similar style of play where St. John's is like an up and down the court style of play now. And uh Ryder was unable to to run with the Qs. I don't think they're gonna be able to run with the Johnnies. And I like Colorado. I'd put a little bit on the money lining in that one against Tennessee. The Buffs are normally super if this game was in Colorado, I would go Colorado all the way. In Tennessee, I think they have a they have a solid chance. Because they're the type of team that can just rain threes on you. And I don't know if Tennessee's going to have any answers. They have a good backcourt, but they don't have much of a frontcourt, right, to go with it. So I'm I'm a little concerned about the Vols here, and I don't understand the number, to be honest with you. And maybe they're going to come out and win by 20, and, and then I'll see. But right now, Colorado, I've seen them already, and they're good. They're a good team to be giving five and a half points to for a team that hasn't been on the court this season who couldn't win two games in a row last year. I mean, you, I know in college basketball is more of a transition sport than any of the other college sports. But, you know, there is some year-to-year going on here. And we haven't seen, like Minnesota, we haven't seen beat a quality team in years, right? Colorado, Tennessee hasn't won back-to-back games. And it's like, if you can't win back-to-back games, well, I think Colorado, you know, might not be a team that you really want to see right out of the gate. They had Gonzaga scheduled. They had a bunch of teams scheduled. I know, like, the COVID and everything knocked them around, but the reality of it is, is that they're, this is their first game, and they're in over their heads. Um, and Colorado get, once again, the thing about the Buffs, they get zero respect, just like in football. Get zero respect for some reason. Because they play in the Pac-12, and they're kind of not really, they're not a California team. Anyways, speaking of not California teams, we got Ohio State against Notre Dame. A lot of square money on Ohio State there. We got Iowa against North Carolina. Once again, ACC, Big Ten, you got, we'll talk about that one. Um, We got Belmont taking on Tennessee State. St. Louis up against Central Arkansas. Memphis, 44 and a half against Mississippi Valley State. Oklahoma State, 15 and a half against Oral Roberts. And I love Cade Cunningham, but I don't know if I like him 15 and a half's worth. And we've got Murray State against Austin P. Brian? Mm, no, I like Oral Roberts. Uh, I like that college. and They've been good to me so far early in the year. I think they uh, play a gritty game against Oklahoma State. And then I like Iowa to wax the floor at North Carolina and really show the dominance of the Big Ten. Yeah, someone's asking about Rutgers, Syracuse. We just go down the line. You know, we just go in order. We go in time slot order. So that game is at 9.30 Eastern time, so we haven't got there yet. Anything else, Brian? Nope, those are the two I like. 
Be sure to smash the like button. Doesn't cost you anything. It helps us a ton. We seriously appreciate it. Chris, how about you? I like the under in the North Carolina-Iowa game. Just 157 just seems like a really high number for, for this. I think this is a game where both teams stay in the 70s. Um, and I'm going to I'm gonna lay the, the six and a half touchdowns with Memphis. Mississippi Valley State. If you allow 105 points in one game, that's a one-game sample. This is five games where Mississippi Valley State's allowed 107 points per game average. And Memphis is better than whatever Mississippi Valley State's faced this year. So I'll take Miss Memphis by 50. All right. Rod? Uh, I like Oklahoma State over Oral Roberts. Um, I don't think they score nothing. Beat Oral Roberts. Yes, Oral Roberts has looked pretty good. But I think Oklahoma State gets the win and cover there. Um, I like Austin P money line over Murray State. Murray State looks awful. Ugh. And yeah, that's all I like in this game. I like North Carolina over Iowa. I love. I like them with the points. I'm gonna put some money on it. Money line. I think Garza is a is a nice player. I don't think he's. I don't. I don't understand what the player of the year award even means in college basketball anymore. Um, I know he's the favorite to win the player of the year. He is not the best player in the country. It's kind of like when Frank Kaminsky, another Big Ten overblown guy, won it in 2015. He was, you know, won the Naismith Award, best player in the country. You know, let's look at the 2015 NBA draft and see where the rest of these guys that weren't as good as Frank Kaminsky, um, you know, let's take a look at it real quick, you know, and we'll see exactly these Big Ten overblown crap. Um, We'll see exactly 2015 NBA draft. Let's just see about the players that got drafted in that draft and see where they rank against the great Frank Kaminsky. Big Ten player of the year. So number one was Carl Anthony Towns. He's okay. D'Angelo Russell, Jaleel Okafor, Porzingis, Willie Cauley-Stein, Stanley Johnson, Frank Kaminsky was drafted ninth. Right before Justice Winslow, Miles Turner, Trey Lyles, Devin Booker. He's okay, I would say. It also, was he was at Oregon, right? Oh, no, Kentucky. Kentucky, right? But he was only a freshman, so he wasn't considered. Kelly Oubre, I would take over Kaminsky. Terry Rozier, I like over Kaminsky. Rashad Vaughn, I like. So Sam Decker, here's your other Big Ten guy in that draft, right? Sam Decker, same team as, as Kaminsky. Where's he now? He's I might is he in the G League? Still Decker? I think so. Is it with Houston's affiliate or something? Let's keep going to let's keep going to guys that here's a senior, Jerian Grant. Yeah. Better than Kaminsky. Who would you rather have right now? Bobby Portis or Kaminsky? Rondé Hollis Jefferson or Kaminsky? Montrez Harrell. Second round, 32nd pick, Montrez Harrell. Same, same thing, same year, as Frank Kaminsky, except he was a junior. Doesn't even make any sense, man. Where do they come up with this crap? This is like the guy, like my, my wife's friend's boyfriend who wants to put pork in his turkey burger. It doesn't make any sense at all. What planet? Who does that? I mean, Keith is a good guy, but I, I, I'm telling you. 
I'd get the hell out. I'd get the hell out of that relationship. <laughs> like, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Turkey burger is a turkey burger. Pork in a turkey burger is a porky burger, as far as I'm concerned. So what were you talking about with this one? That I don't understand how Luca Garza is considered the best player in the country. How is that? Between a college, a collegiate player and an NBA potential. I don't care. Cade Cunningham is a better player than him in college. He's way better than him. Way better. Way, 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 way better. Not not like oh he's 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 a freshman so he's like learning and he's he's a little raw or whatever no he's way better <laughs> I mean we've seen Cade Cunningham we've seen Garza Garza's a good player he's a nice player he's a very good player all right Cade Cunningham is a much better player much better he's a raw player though uh, his raw player is still better still better. You watch what Oklahoma State's record's going to be at the end of the year when they don't get into the tournament because they're because they're under uh, probation. You watch. Uh, is Garrison Brooks and uh, Anthony Harris out for the Tar Heels tonight? They're questionable. They're Two gonna play. Big pieces. They're gonna big play. Pieces. I love the heels here. I love them with the points, and I will sprinkle something with the money line. I like almost all the ACC teams against the Big Ten, except for Illinois. I like Illinois. And I'm the opposite. I like all the Big Ten teams. Well. <laughs> me, and, me and Mitch are like oil and vinegar in the college basketball conferences. Uh, well, yeah, I, I like the Big, Big Ten. Big Ten is the squarest of square conferences. <laughs> making me, I'm going to fall off my chair. Speaking, speaking of the Big Ten... Mitch called me a square on Virginia Tech against Penn State. <laughs> Marquette against Wisconsin, Green Bay. Duke against Illinois. Rutgers, Syracuse. USC versus UC Irvine. UTEP against St. Mary's, which I love UTEP. I, I don't know how I missed that as a premium pick. They're good. I'll put them in my... Uh, any of those you like, Brian? UTEP? I really like Penn State tonight. I, I, you know, I just looked at the score. I didn't realize they lost to Seton Hall. I turned that game off. I thought they had to win, but here I'm looking at. Oh my God! I know the quitters. They're quitters. <laughs> like most Big but, Ten uh, teams. I'm gonna take Penn State here. They really need to bounce back and get a win over Virginia Tech. It's a ranked team, so I think that's a good value. Take the points of Penn State. I think they won it outright. I'm an unapologetic ACC homer. <laughs> <laughs> How about UTEP? UTEP wasn't on my radar. Really? I only like I only like Penn State. Take a look at UTEP. Take a little peek at UTEP. And you tell me what's not to like about this. We'll get back Absolutely to nothing. UTEP. I hate St. Mary's. I'm mad at them. They can right out of here. What's not to like about UTEP? It's not football, Chris. <laughs> this, is, this is like Halloween all over again. Here's a little something for you, Dad. <laughs> Put some money on you. <laughs> Here's a little something. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what are you guys? What are you giving out for Halloween? I got, I got my Halloween special. <laughs> Tell your dad to put a little something on the Chargers. <laughs> um, what do you I think, like, you tap, Brian? <laughs> now you've taken a pick. Uh, you don't like it. Yeah, well, I got to be able to look at the money and uh, some other stuff, and I don't have my my 
I don't have my iPad with me right now. So I'll, I'll look later when we get off. Chris? I'm going to take Virginia Tech. I, of course. I, I know Penn State needs the win, but Easy you know, money. Virginia Tech just beat up on uh, – I can't remember who they beat up on. But Villanova. They, the they beat yeah, a team they got, called Villanova. Well, say, who's who's the, a better I, version of Penn State is really all they are. Right? Yeah, I was going to say they got the win over better Villanova earlier in the season. And They're going to bust them up. <laughs> just, I was going to say if there was a letdown spot, it would have happened in the, the game after that, but not they, they, they bounced back and they – kept rolling. So I like Virginia Tech here. Yeah, you don't um, you don't have a letdown spot in the Big Ten ACC challenge is not the letdown no, no, spot. No, I, I know. But <laughs> after, that, after that Villanova game, yeah. we what happened, and they're well past that. We, so. just could, we just couldn't get up for the Big Ten ACC challenge. No, I think. <laughs> couldn't get up no, for I, it. I understand. I think Virginia Tech's legit this That's season. the type of um, statements that get coaches fired. Yeah. And the, uh, the Syracuse Rutgers pick is something I'm going to be giving out on the drive through tonight. So, uh, Check in at 6 p.m. Eastern for that. Cuse. Rod. Uh, I like Virginia Tech. They beat up on Penn State. Um, I, I like UTEP to beat up St. Mary's. I, I think UTEP wins this outright. Give me uh, UTEP money line there. Uh, and I like USC to uh, beat up on UC Irvine. They're, they're good, but I don't think they're good enough to hang with USC. Love Irvine. I love UTEP. <laughs> Syracuse, Virginia Tech. The only Big Ten team I'm going for, Illinois. Um, and uh, Marquette. I actually really like the late time block. I'll be betting all of those games. All of them. I love them. Yep. Parlay them up. Virginia Tech, Marquette. Syracuse, Illinois, Irvine, and UTEP. It's funny. Illinois is the only Big Ten team I don't like tonight. <laughs> I thought Decker was going to be a good pro. I really did. I thought Decker was better than Kaminsky, to be honest with you. I really oh, thought that Decker yeah. had a, a Decker had a lot more a lot more skills. Kaminsky was didn't have the athleticism that it takes to play in the NBA, you know. But you've seen guys less athletic than... I mean, if Luke Longley had an NBA career, you know. Luke Longley can get there. Look how long Bill Cartwright played. Mr. Bill? I don't know. There's been some pretty non-athletic guys in the NBA. I mean, we can say that, but, I mean, you know what it's like to run up and down the court for 48 minutes? These with like you know four hundred pound guy on your back, not easy. That was like the line from Airplane. Kareem, it's like you tell your old man to drag Walton and Lanier up and down the court for forty eight minutes. <laughs> My dad says you're lazy and you don't play defense. <laughs> it's like you tell your old man to drag Walton and Lanier up and down the court for forty eight minutes. All right, well that that just about does it. Um, bring us to our parlay birdcage segment, Mr. Meat Sweats. I was, just, I was just about to say, I thought Brian was wearing a Syracuse hat, and then he says, I, I don't like any of the ACC today. And I'm like, well, it says the guy wearing a Syracuse hat, but I can't tell. It's a Cleveland uh, Browns hat. Okay, there we go, Cleveland Browns. In, in general, in general, 
the home teams dominate in this Big Ten ACC. Yeah. I mean, in general, they, in general, that's the way this thing goes. It's 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 rare that it's rare that the road team grabs the, grabs a win in this. Traditionally, there's no crab though. Uh, there's yeah, but it just it is what it is, you know. We've we've seen the no crowd thing, and you're you're right. Without the crowd, it is a it is a different thing. I mean, do you think Michigan State would have walked on Duke like that without you know if there's a crowd at Cameron? Probably not. Nope. Probably not. Also, you know, Kentucky at Rupp has not been the same. You know, Rupp super tough building. You got you know, over twenty thousand referees sitting there. <laughs> it's, t- it's a tough crowd. <laughs> and they mean business. I love I love Rupp. Rupp's a great place. All right, for my parley, let's go. It's going to be four, four legs. I like under in the North Carolina Iowa game. Uh, UMBC minus three and a half or four, whatever you get the number at. Bryant and I like Austin P plus the five or four. Say my favorite two. basketball arena I ever went to. Two. Who do you got, Chris? Who is who is that? Repeat it. Austin um, P is now down to plus two. It's dropped. Two I still like it. I'll take, so uh, under in North Carolina, Iowa. I got it at four uh, on my board. Yeah, uh, UMBC, two. Bryant, and Austin P. I'm seeing fours on the Murray State. I'm seeing twos everywhere. <laughs> See again. Take another look. Let me refresh and see if I see four and a halves. Let me refresh. Yeah, maybe mine says connected. Rod, what do you got for your birdcage? What's your favorite place to watch a basketball game? Mine was the old Boston Garden. I like it was the worst place to watch a game, but the best place to watch a game. It was awesome. Guy next to me, it's like you know. Once again, like I, I always like you know cheering, you know, because I'm always like way into it as a fan. You guys have heard me on here where I've lost my voice screaming, you know, just cheering at the TV. You have never probably seen me, you know, from a real from going to an actual game and. uh it's like I was at a game and Bird, you know, hit this shot. <laughs> the guy next to me, some guy with the heavy boss next, he just says to me, he's like, Larry fucking Bird. He's <laughs> 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 like, it was awesome. He's just like, Larry fucking Bird. <laughs> Bird was awesome. I was fortunate hey. enough to live in Boston in the 80s. Nice. I wish. I didn't see no basketball. Oh, you've never seen it. Oh, we invented man. basketball, but there wasn't a lot of basketball to be watching here. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like Kevin McHale, Larry, and Bill Walton used to go to the Grateful Dead concerts in Worcester. Used to see them all the time. They played in 86... They opened the second set in Worcester in October with, or it might have, yeah, it might have been October. Yeah, October with Happy Birthday to You, Bill Walton. They opened the second set. Happy Birthday, nice. Bill Walton. That was awesome. So, yeah, it was awesome. It was, it's to always see the Celtics, like, in, at the local shows. 
for me, uh, I'm going to go Kent State minus the points. Uh, Montana plus the, the 10 there. And take Colorado money line first half over Tennessee. Very Hard fucking up. bird. That's like the difference between the old Celtic, the Celtic fans and the Laker fans. Laker fans, like, go Magic, worthy, yay! It's like <laughs> Celtic fans, are like Larry fucking Bird. <laughs> I was an indie. I, I like the indie. I like what uh, Reggie Miller, him and his, his threes. I, I was when I was younger. Oh yeah, watching him, him drain threes. I think like when I was at the playoffs, when I lived in New York and the Knicks were in the playoffs and Rick Pitino was the coach and, and stuff, those were some pretty electric games too. I like the old Madison Square Garden because I also lived in New York when Kiki Vanderway was on the team. So I got to see like the Bulls, like the great Bulls teams, play against the Knicks when they had Kiki Vanderway. So it was like the Jordan electric dunk show. It was like I've seen some of the great Michael Jordan dunks because Kiki Vanderway was on the Knicks. So I was like, I mean, he's terrible, right? So he's like, horrible. He's horrible. So it's like, it's like when Kiki's your star, Michael's in town. It was like, oh my god. Brian, who do you like today? Three game parlay: Ravens under, Kent State minus the points, and Penn State plus the points. I'm seeing three and a, a three and a half in that Murray State game. Penn State. Who else? Penn State plus the points. Kent State minus the points. And the Ravens under the total. Combo. A little combo birdcage there. Syracuse. Virginia Tech. And North Carolina. All ACC. All day. That's it for today's show. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We appreciate every one of you that took the time to stop by and say hello. Be sure to hit the thumbs up. And, of course, try and act more professional tomorrow. Ruflo won't be saying the F word in between Larry Bird's name every two seconds. <laughs> Have a great day. Just stay away from me. Oh, I'll be, I'll be on at halftime tonight. Halftime. And also, I'll do, a, uh, I'll do a spread knowledge show, too. I'll do a computer pick show at 5. And then I'll do the, uh, the halftime show as well. Have a great day, everyone. I'll see you guys at halftime and, and the computer pick show. <laughs>